I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is All Angles, VEASAN's football betting podcast. Here is Matt Brown. Hello, and welcome to episode number 19 of the All Angles podcast. Football betting podcast here on the VEASAN Podcast Network. I'm Matt Brown. Going to close out week number six, Monday Night Football. And boy, this is a very good Monday Night Football game. We have the Dallas Cowboys on the road at the Los Angeles Chargers. We're sitting right now. Point and a half favorites are the Cowboys on the road over the Los Angeles Chargers. This is sitting 51 on the total. If you like the Chargers outright, plus 105 on the money line. If we look at the injury report, pretty good for the Cowboys. Lots of guys listed throughout the course of the week, but only one definite out for them, and that is Leighton Vander Esch. Big out, certainly a big loss for them, but Leighton Vander Esch, only one that is officially out as of this recording on the Chargers side of things, Joey Bosa DNP Thursday, Friday, but did actually get unlimited practice on Saturday, which is a pretty good, uh, pretty good deal. If you're a Chargers backer in this one, that's not to say he's going to go, but for him to at least get back out there, official listen is questionable for the game on Monday night. I will say this, the big get for the Chargers though, is the fact that Justin Herbert, no injury designation whatsoever. I mean, we know that he's dealing with that finger injury on his non-throwing hand. And then Austin Eckler, absolutely no designation either. Full practice on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for Austin Eckler. So he is going to be back in the lineup here for this Chargers team. That certainly is a much more dynamic offense whenever he is out there on the, on the field for them. So 
we take a look, what do we get in these two teams? And it's pretty interesting on the Dallas side of things because you have kind of middling everything on the offensive side. Haven't really lit up the scoreboard. It's been a pretty easy schedule for Dallas actually so far. But if you look at their offense, 19th overall DVOA, which is fairly interesting, I think. When you look at their pass offense from an EPA perspective, it's like 11th. Their success rate is 13th. Their rush offense is 13th. If you look at DVOA, which does, just doesn't like this team quite as much, 19th from a pass offensive perspective, 22nd from a rush offensive perspective. And so we're trying to figure out here which Dallas team is the Dallas team that we're going to get here versus the Chargers because we've seen a team that would, that's looked fairly dominant and then we've seen a team that looks fairly inept as well. Chargers coming out of a bye, so you would think that not only is Eckler healthy since he's not on the injury report, but they have figured out ways exactly how they're going to work him back into this offense. Had no run game whatsoever with him out, so this is going to be a pretty big addition for them. If you look at the Chargers offense, we know the efficiency has been very high this year. We thought it was going to be high-flying. We thought this was going to be, oh man, taking shots down the field all the time. It ended up not being the case, but Still been very efficient. Offensive EPA is fifth overall in the NFL. Other advanced stats that really do back this up, the offensive DVOA for them is fifth overall. Their pass offense EPA is fifth overall. Their pass success rate is fifth overall. And even with their rushing kind of down just a tad, rush offense EPA 12th, rush offense success rate 12th. They are doing very well and are very efficient on the offensive side of the ball. Defense, not so much. And that's kind of the big thing here. It's strength on strength. Dallas defense versus Charger offense. And I look and I wonder if that does, if the stronger of those two units isn't the Charger offense over the Dallas defense. And that is even including the fact that Mike Williams is out for this Charger team. They did have a bye week to maybe try to work Quentin Johnson into the lineup a little bit more. We know that you spend a high draft pick on him. You're probably trying to ease him in a little bit more. You can see by the usage for him that he was probably a dude they were going to try and, and ease into this lineup. But it's not going to be the case. There's no choice. And so imagine he's going to be a bigger part of the offense moving forward. The question is, is can the Chargers defense get any sort of stops here? The Dallas offense has not been great. And it's certainly been what I would say is up and down comes and goes couple of drives looks very good. Couple of drives looks completely out of sync. Any Cowboys fan probably has already broke something watching Dak play this year. If you want to talk about a roller coaster ride, probably being a Cowboys fan with Dak Prescott as your quarterback is a definition of that for sure. So you start to look and you say, well, what if I get the best effort from these two teams, where do I find any sort of edge in all of this? And I think since Trayvon Diggs went down, this Dallas defense might be a little overrated still. I think that people look at it as still one of these super elite units. And, you know, I understand San Francisco is just a very good team. But I can't get past that Brock Purdy went for 252 yards and four touchdowns against this Dallas defense. When you see like 
Brock Purdy goes up and get against a, an elite defense, a, a really good defense in the Browns this past week and can't do anything. We hadn't seen as good as as much pressure from the Cowboys either since Diggs went down. I think Herbert can have a really good day here. I, I really think that this is not going to be this Cowboys defense that's going to be just going absolutely nuts on Justin Herbert. If you look, Dallas, 12th in blitz rate, but 16th in pressure. I mean, they're, they're league average in pressure rate. They're middle of the pack. It seems like a ton, but it's really just because it's Micah Parsons every time. And so it's just, it when it's one guy that's doing it, and it's more like our jaws just drop because we can't believe how good he is. But the rest of the team isn't doing it. And again, they're just, they're 16th. It's not bad. They're, they're, they're middle of the pack in pressure rate, but it's, it's, it's not great. And I think that we just look at it because Micah Parsons is always involved so much that we just think the whole team is getting a ton of pressure, but that's really just not what we have going on here. The efficiency of this Chargers offense is what I can't get past without Eckler out there. And with Eckler being there, it's only going to make it more efficient. I think that there's going to be a lot of scoring opportunities for the Chargers. Getting them as a dog or even just taking them on a money line at plus money is where I want to be in this game. Now, the Cowboys are a super popular team. And we have to ask ourselves, am I going to get a better number the closer that this gets to kickoff? Am I going to get anything better than the one and a half that I'm sitting at right now. Is it, is it, is it humanly possible that this reaches three? I think no. There's, I think there's sub 5% chance that that happens. But could this get to two a little bit better for us? Could this get to two and a half even better for us? Because it is the Cowboys. And we know everyone likes to bet the Cowboys. So I'm trying to figure out, do I pull the trigger now or do I wait a little bit? Maybe put a half a unit down now, half a unit closer to to kickoff. I think the total is about appropriate. Like I said, I think the Chargers will be pretty efficient moving the ball. And I think the Cowboys will have some success as well. Even though I'm not high on Dak, and I certainly think that Dak has played pretty poorly this year. Overall, despite the fact that, you know, you see these passing grades and you, you start to wonder, am I missing something? But Dak's, you know, if we look at pure passing grades, according to Pro Football Focus, Dak Prescott's 18th. And so, from a pure passing standpoint, Dak Prescott's been a little bit below league average, according to these people that watch every single play of the game. It's really affected some of these other guys, but to be fair, there's been some lopsided games that have come out of the Cowboys season so far. One way or the other, right? Whether it was them doing the beat down or them getting beat down. So it's a, uh, that can certainly affect some of this stuff too with Dak Prescott. I do think there's an interesting angle here from a prop standpoint as well. If we look at the receiving numbers and you start to see that there's a decent amount of love for CeeDee Lamb in this game. CeeDee Lamb's hitting at 70 and a half receiving yards. 
Well, Gallup is way down at 38 and a half. half. Gallup has been getting nearly as many targets as CeeDee Lamb. Now, I don't think that's the right approach. I think they should probably feed CeeDee Lamb far more than they do Michael Gallup. But until they prove us otherwise, we're getting almost the same target share with Gallup at nearly, at you know, 40% lower yardage here that we're talking about on this in, uh, from a prop standing, from a prop standpoint. 38 and a half on Gallup. Going to be an over for me on that one. Um, I have him not a massive edge. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to go here, no offense taken. But I do have, for what it's worth, Gallup closer in the to the high forties. So it would make a it would make an overplay on the thirty eight and a half. I have him forty seven and a half. So nearly ten yards difference there. Outside of that, I think the Eckler props are at least somewhat intriguing. Eckler at forty nine and a half rush yards. Eckler at thirty two and a half receiving yards from what we're hearing the usage is going to be just the same for Austin Eckler so there's not going to be any there's not going to be any easing Austin Eckler back into this lineup and so if that's the case he's a pre, he's at least fairly interesting to look at but Nothing I don't want to put in the account until we get a little bit closer to game time and we get kind of get those final beat reporter insights on Austin Eckler, but certainly something that I'm I'm looking for over there. The other interesting markets that we have going over here, and this is something that I'm not saying is is for everyone because locking up money for a long time isn't for everyone. But Justin Herbert is 25 to 1 to win the MVP. Yes, Tua is the favorite for right for 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 good reason. Patrick Mahomes has actually not been very Patrick Mahomesian this season from a counting stat standpoint. And I do wonder if there's any sort of Mahomes fatigue and and, and all that. Jalen Hurts probably played his way out of it. This week, Josh Allen didn't light up the scoreboard either. Brock Purdy had his worst game of his career. Christian McCaffrey's hurt. I'm just naming you all these people that have shorter odds than Justin Herbert. And if Justin Herbert goes in here and gets a signature win against Dallas on Monday Night Football when everyone in the free world is going to be watching this game, then I think you're going to see much, much shorter than what we've got right now. Further, Herbert, from a counting stat standpoint, he's played it, he's he's 14th in the NFL in passing yards right now, and he's played it, he's played one or two fewer games than everyone else in the in the stats right now. Like we think Tua is just lighting things up, and he is for sure. But Herbert's not that far off the pace, certainly not that far off the touchdown pass pace either and if you look how things line up for this charger squad they can easily play themselves into herbert winning this thing because you go from one marquee matchup right to another 
Cowboys this week, Chiefs next week. If they're able to pull off a couple of wins, and I am, it's not likely. I'm just saying that if, if they're able to pull off a couple of wins, this 25 is going to turn into seven. And then if they get through those, now you get to go Bears, Jets. There's a Packers game in there. Patriots, Broncos. Twice, I should mention. Broncos twice. Raiders as well. There are a lot of opportunities for Justin Herbert to rack up some stats. So I think 25 to 1 is at least an interesting angle. Uh, Kind of a tangent bet that we can make to kind of accompany this game. But I'm on the Chargers. I don't hate Chargers in a teaser leg either if you wanted to roll it into the week. There are a few different teaser options that are really good this week. In week seven, I should say. But uh, I'll take the point in half. I'll take a little bit of sprinkle in the money line. And like I said, looking at maybe Gallup props. If this game goes like I think, I think both teams move the ball. I think both teams score some points. I think Dak has a little bit more success through the air. And through that, I think the target share will dictate that that Gallup can get over 38 and a half yards. Guys, this podcast, absolutely free. So if you want to do me a favor, subscribe to this thing, give a five-star review, even better. And if you want to leave a comment in there, I would read, I'll read each and every one of them. And I do thank you a ton for your support and all this. And good luck on your Monday night football bets here in week number six. Sports betting innovative analytics has taken the guesswork and emotion out of sports betting to bring you an innovative and trustworthy resource to enhance your journey to becoming a winning player. Their methodology can predict who will win the game better than traditional box score ideology by valuing players on their impact to win the game. With industry-leading money-back guarantee options backed by their sophisticated modeling, they want to introduce you to a system that is not widely seen or available to help you beat the bookmaker. Specializing in NBA, college basketball, and WNBA, their proprietary metrics and modeling designed to win over the long term. In their initial 2022-2023 season, their basketball models returned a combined 99.43 units on the year. Your first week at SBIA is always free. Don't miss out this NBA and NCAA basketball season. Visit SBIA1.com today. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.